The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hi, welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I have returned, it's Jim Norton, to zero fanfare. I'm with Ray Longo and Matt Serra, and they're kvetching at each other the whole show. It's fucking great. <laughs> I'm so happy you're back, Jim. I feel like a child caught in a divorce. I'm Two so people who really still want to be married, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we also have uh, Dustin uh, Poirier on the phone today. Yes, we do. Uh, what? 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 what, what? Back, things are back, things, things are back to normal. Things are back to normal. He left. Oh, what a good time. And there's definitely uh, some earmuffs with the language. So, earmuffs, kids. What is wrong with him, Chris? Seriously. He may finish it here. Oh, he's out. He he it it's all over. UFC and digital media present UFC Unfiltered. With Jim Norton and Matt Serra, powered by digital media, find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Jimmy's back! Hi, Matt. I'm so happy. First of all, (laughs) in studio, Ray Longo, godfather of... um, of nothing. Godfather of MMA. <laughs> Fucking not really. That's Bruce Lee. What the fuck? I am out of a cannon, people. I am out of a cannon. And Jimmy just got off a plane from Australia. So I'm I'm extra caffeined up, which is it's, I'm trying to balance it out. Jimmy's are you tired, Jimmy? Um, yeah, um, but I'm, it's, it's beyond tired. So you, you feel stoned. Like, yeah, it's been 22 hours on the plane, so I'm, I'm, 20, I'm loopy. Yeah, you're loopy. I'm, I'm loopy. This is fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm loopy. I'm so happy you're back. Me too, buddy. I miss you. <laughs> I miss you as well. Longo, I, wait, oh I, I'm, I'm saying I miss you, and Longo's already laughing. Uh, Go ahead, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy, he missed you, believe Did me. Did he really? Oh, yeah. I was thinking he was just saying that. You nah. know what's happening here, Trust Jimmy? Me, he I, it, this is This is the dynamic. I got my new friend and I got my old friend, <laughs> and now everybody's together. It's, it's like, it's you ever see this is the end when Seth Rogen and his his buddies listen. Who's that skinny the, the skinny guy in This is the End? This friend. You ever see This is the End? No. You don't watch a lot of movies, Jimmy. No, I don't. Poor, poor Jimmy just got <laughs> off a plane. And he's dealing with this. But I know what you but mean. Anyway, You're saying it's like when your new friends and your old friends hang out. It's yeah. always an awkward, it's, weird want, thing. I want everybody to get along. Yeah, it's like it's like when you're when you're uh, when your friends who are still fucking up hang out with your new college yeah. friends or like, yeah. and you want to be loyal to your well, old you're friends. New, but yeah. You're my new friend. I don't want I don't want Longo to embarrass me. <laughs> they want you're his new you. college friend. I'm, you're I'm my new college. friend. <laughs> I'm his new high school dropout friend. <laughs> you know, but Longo's got new friends too. Like he told me, like I told him to come. We're coming in tonight and. 
And uh, first of all, we didn't know if your plane was going to be late or anything. Yeah, I, yeah, I no, bring Longo anyway because he wants to hang out. But I'm like, dude, I can't hold this ship down by my. I'm not a professional like you. I can't hold this ship down by I myself. I hate when you're not here. Are you kidding me? When you're not here, I struggle. Mm, I, dude, now you're just being nice. Oh, me, I need somebody holding my hand. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm not long. Just <laughs> you know what? He's right. Yeah, He's right. So, I I miss you when you're not here. <laughs> you know what? You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's awful. You know both of us. We have a bromance, but you know what's funny about that. I, I tell Longo, I go, come on, like, what do you got to do? You got to hold some pants on? You got to teach a class? You could have that covered. He's like, oh, well, you know, I had a... He says it nonchalantly. Well, you know, Kevin's assistant uh, called me, and I was going to hold some pants for Kevin. It's, oh, Kevin... <laughs> I was about to say, Kevin James's assistant called you to set up an appointment for you to... Fucking name dropper. Oh, you, it's funny. I just saw Kevin's poster when I was coming in. Um, Kevin can wait. Kevin can wait. Yeah, he's a really he's a sweet guy. You know him. Oh, awesome! Oh, great guy. Yeah, he's. I, yeah, I know Kevin a long literally, time. Literally a great guy. Kevin James. I, I know him probably maybe eighteen years or so. Oh yeah. Yeah, and years ago outside the Comedy Cellar, he was there with Joe Pesci. And I don't know how they knew each other, but they're getting into a taxi. And I know Kevin. So I'm like, Kevin, could you? I was like, hey. And he was really friendly. I'm like, could you introduce me to Joe? So he's like, all right. And he drags fucking Pesci out of the cab oh, to take a photo with him. He was really a nice guy because I, I would not have done that for him. He was a much nicer guy than That's I would funny. have been. Yeah, no, yeah he, he's a good dude, man. He's got good energy. Yeah, he try, And I think he tries to be a good guy, which is awesome. Like, yeah. Know, his brother Gary's right funny, thing. too. You know Gary Valentine? Yeah, yeah. I don't know him personally, but I see him in the movies and right, stuff. Right, right, right. funny. So are you training him? I train him, uh, yeah, with the uh, boxing and the kickboxing. Oh, and, uh, okay. So that, he did a film about uh, MMA. That was before I knew him. Okay. That was, um, what was the name of that? Here Comes that, the Bull. Here comes, that was a fun movie. Yeah. Had, Boss Rutten was great in that. Did I you see it? No. I mean, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm not gonna attack. See if that was if that was Ray, I'd attack him. Like you don't see your friend's movie, I wouldn't do that to you because that's I'm being a prick. No, I purposely don't see my friend's movies because I'm not in them. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so. Last thing you want to do is watch your friend. It's like you want to watch your friend bang a hot girl. No, I don't. Just yeah, tell me well, about it later. Speak, speak for yourself, you fucking freak. Megan, you too much, you little freak. <laughs> yeah, let me correct. That was a bad oh, example. I'm kidding. No, I don't want to see Longo on top of anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel awful for the. <laughs> oh, can we talk <laughs> Jimmy how was Australia enough about me and Longo it was okay it was, uh, was it, it was okay? a long it's a long trip man it's a, a Qantas you're like Qantas oh awful awful I want to I'll do it in a nutshell I got to uh, LAX Qantas flight connecting Qantas flight through to Melbourne I get there um, they say that they're going to leave because we were late so uh, they're not going to wait for us so um but I'm like, but it's a Qantas flight. And they're like, yeah, but we can't wait. So we're going to fly you to Sydney and then make you take uh, an extra flight. So I get to the gate and the plane is still there. My manager's on the plane. And he goes, they said they're going to hold it for you. So I'm asking the guy, could you just open the door so I can go down the jetway? Yeah. And he goes, no, all the calculations are done. Uh, it's really weird. The airline industry wow. is really weird, man. There's no humanity with these people. Yeah. And plus it was 15 minutes early. It wasn't late. I was I was 15 minutes before departure. They and, fucked and me The good. manager stayed yeah. on the plane, obviously. He had to. He couldn't switch. Wow. He, he was trying to switch to the Sydney flight. He's like, I'll just go with Jim. And they're like, no, there's no room on that flight. Yeah. So my manager, he flew with an empty seat next to him. Wow. On, uh, wow. Really just terrible. Just shitty, man, the way they treat you. And now, how about what about the shows themselves? How many shows did you do out there? I did a bunch. I did a, a, a TV. Bunch. I did a great show in Melbourne. I did a very average TV. I really wanted to hang myself after the TV taping. What? What do you mean? And we did a TV taping. It was it was just wasn't great. So I was like, oh fuck, this sucks. I'm a fraud. I'm terrible. What do you mean a TV taping? It was for the, some TV show down in in Australia. This was in um, in uh, we did the Sydney Opera House. It was a gala there. And then this taping that night upstairs in the opera house. And it, it wasn't a great crowd. 
So I was really bummed out. Like, and like, if they would have been taping at another show, it would have been something. Oh, different. the earlier show was phenomenal. Oh, For two thousand people, it was, it was a gala. It was a bunch. It wasn't yeah. just made a bunch of comedians. The Opera House is nice, though, right? It's Over amazing. There. You would you would have met when mm. Al when Al fought. He fought at the Opera House. <laughs> no, he sang at the Opera House, and he fought at the. Uh, it is an amazing phones arena. Yeah. It's iconic. But the, the next night was good. I did a regular gig in a rock club where I belong. Yeah, a few hundred fans, and they were amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm on stage in fucking Melbourne, and I'm in the middle of my act. I and think some I know guy this. yells out. Did what? he tell you? Indochino. I heard it. Oh, he told you I that. Heard, I heard something on Twitter. <laughs> somebody goes that somebody during your um, one of your uh, uh, gigs yelled out Indochino, and yeah. I just feel I. Uh, that's a that's a fan. Yeah, that's absolutely. a fan of this show. It was an homage to you and to. What we've managed to not accomplish here. <laughs> oh man, let me tell you. No, we, we, I'm I'm so happy that uh, this thing's going so well. And uh, you know, Longo's on a podcast. I didn't know that. Who? What podcast? <laughs> do you know that? Do you, you ever hear the Kenny Florian and Anik podcast? No, I, I like Kenny, but I've never heard his podcast. Yeah, neither oh, has got, anybody else. You gotta listen. You gotta, <laughs> oh. You'd love it, Jimmy. <laughs> I just these poor guys. I, I get along with with Anik, and I get along. With, I know Kenny forever, but as far as I'm uh, concerned, they're just they're casualties because of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, I got, I got to attack him because I was a ball breaker. <laughs> oh, you miss your Jimmy, yeah, your friend Jimmy, oh, Jimmy. This, I don't even say. I go, I like Jimmy a lot. I talk to him because he's my friend. Sure. And I tell you, oh man, I'm getting one good with you now. Like, and the guy fucking throws it in my face. Oh yeah. Oh, you got a new friend. I mean, I think he's a little jealous. You got a new friend with your Jimmy Norton. So wait, so you have prick. to you have to attack uh, Annika Florida. They, 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 they are going to be just they're collateral damage. They're collateral damage is what they are. Now, is it an MMA podcast, or do yeah. you guys talk about other stuff, too? No, MMA podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, the only thing is that, I mean, Longo's a fucking funny guy. Yes, he is. You know? And, uh, you know, he's not fucking Jimmy Norton funny, but he's funny. Yeah, and Jimmy Norton doesn't is, have Ray Longo got, MMA knowledge, so it kind of balances nobody, out. He's got, he, the, the other guys are good guys, and they're good for facts, they're good for some <laughs> shit like that, but he needs somebody to bounce shit off of. <laughs> a big, like, a nice cock joke. What is, uh, well, who, well uh, Kenny and you, and, and who's the other guy? Anakin? Uh, John Anakin. John, oh, John Anakin. Is he a fighter, ex-fighter? No, he's a commentator. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he okay. So he knows the sport. <laughs> okay, that's going to be great for his ego. <laughs> no, I just don't know. Yeah, it's not, again, once again, oh. it's just attacking my buddy Longo. But I am... Listen, you saw the fights, though. I did. I saw the... Uh, this is what I, I did the Australian bridge walk where you go, you walk up on top of that oh, yeah. that bridge. It's really horrifying. What is that? There's a bridge uh, in Sydney, and you can when you get on top of it, you can see the opera house, and you can see everything. Oh, so uh, while the fights were on, they're on Sunday afternoon in Australia. We're a day ahead there. Okay. Um, I left Monday morning Wait, what, and I landed Monday morning. It's a really bizarre yeah. time difference. And uh, the fights, I paused the fights and watched. I saw most of the main card. Obviously, okay. All right. uh, I, 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 I didn't well, see the uh, Miocic fight. Don't tell me what happened. <laughs> but you saw a few. Wait, yeah, yeah. Hold on, the bridge walk. You have the what was that? It's where you, this is the bridge, and you're allowed to walk on the outside of it. Yeah. Oh no, fuck! We no, seen it's, that. It's huge. Yeah, it's, Wait, it's high. We, you have to walk like on the. Why would you do that? Well, is you're, it dangerous. You, my, I, I, strapped it's, in, though, you're right? strapped in, but yeah. it's still frightening. I was really scared. I was really. I'm a pussy with heights. I don't like heights at all. But why would you want to do it? Just to do it, you're there, you're in Sydney. I'm like, otherwise, I was gonna, I was watching the fight and I actually just stopped. I'm like, okay, I can watch this when I come back in two hours. Anything deviant? No, I'm only no. Wait, did no. I? Any freaky fans? No. Um, <laughs> did I have one? I won escort while I was there. All right. Nothing major. You yeah. were in the concerned, the curious. 
how long it would take your sperm to go fall down into the ocean from up there. <laughs> what are you doing? What? <laughs> what are you talking about on the bridge? You were asking about deviant behavior. I think it may be, you know, some guys spit. They want to see what happens. Oh, you mean Ark went off yeah, the bridge? Yeah, Ark went off the bridge. <gasps> no, you know yeah, why? That, you... that didn't cross your mind. No, because you, you, know, you have a jumpsuit on. They give you, you, oh, so you, have, you can't, yeah, you can't yeah, unzip, you can't in, piss. Yeah. yeah. It. And it's, you're more scared of falling off. It, it's a really frightening experience, man. I, I, got, I, I did it. But there's a couple of points where you're like crossing, like there's a main span and you're crossing from one side of the span to the other over a catwalk, now, and that was horrifying. <clears throat> now, as far as how difficult, um, see, I should have done are you Are you letting me know about the cough button? No, I'm just sniffling. It's just me. No, no. You, I have a bad, I get yelled at all the time. <clears throat> I do that constantly. I just, I press the cough button. It's okay. Um, oh my God, my ADD. Listen, the, 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 uh, the fucking bridge walk. Is it difficult? It was like a workout. In other words, if is everybody, everybody in the room, could they do that? I know Chris, the producer's a young guy. He's pretty in shape. He looks like he's, who knows if he eats tofu. I don't know what he's into. He looks a little bit of a hipster. Uh, Longo, is Longo making it up that bridge? Be honest with me. Don't, listen, I know you don't want to insult him. Pretend like you feel like you know him forever. Act like you know him forever. Pretend that's Colin Quinn. But, you know. I have. To, I think I think he would make it up the bridge. I don't think he'd make it down, but Holy I think he'd make it fuck. up the bridge. Imagine going down. What if he falls? Going down is the easy part. All right. You, uh, Longo, there's women yeah. and children Longo, going up. You'd be fine. You'd be fine, Longo. Put that on a list of things, a bucket list. Remember, going down is the easy part. <laughs> going down is the easy It was part. weird. It was like, it was it was scary, but I'm like, you got to do it while you're there. It's like a local, it's a yeah. Sydney thing to do. I'm like, why won't I do yeah. it? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, the fights the other night. Hmm. Hello, Johnny. Did Rogan? Uh, now, Rogan said something on Twitter about uh, how he doesn't think that a lot of fighters should interview, oh, be interviewed after they're knocked out. Was that the Overeem knockout? He was. Now, oh yeah. Maybe yeah, because I don't know if he's gotten some shit about uh, about people saying that uh, that that what, what what did they give you oh, about him showing the Longo? You told me. Well, this. I think it, I think what happened was they showed the uh, tape. He went to interview Overeem about the fight. Overeem said, "You know, it was a great fight, and he's a good fighter, but really." He tapped. Yeah, he said he tapped. he tapped. So I think I thought like at the time Joe was like, "I'm not letting him get away with this." He goes, "Really? We'll get the camera to pull. You know, let's get our yeah. truck to pull that up." And then they look at it. And you don't and see the tap. And just looking. And then Joe goes, "Let's get it from a different angle." Yeah. So I think that's what. Oh, it like, got a tiny bit awkward. But yeah. the, you know what? But though? I think Joe had to do what he had to do because the guy really thought he tapped. And then mm. I think after he thought about it, he said, you know, to interview a guy with a concussion. Yeah. It's yeah. Bad. But, you know, normally, like, the doctor's asking you questions. Where are you? Do you know where you're at? doesn't mean you not have other symptoms, but... It, but in all fairness, Overeem's a little cocky anyway. Yeah, he's very cocky. I think that's, I mean, I'm being listened to. So we don't really know. Was it the concussion? Was what, he being was, cocky? Was that, <laughs> that's the interesting part. But I, I thought Joe had to show that tape, too, because if, yeah. if a guy says that in the interview... Yeah. You're 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 not doing your job if you don't say, well, let's see it. I, I didn't uh, think Joe was challenging him. I thought Joe might have said, well, fuck, man, this will be yeah. this will be something to talk about if we missed yeah. it. But you know, you know what it is. I think when you're looking at it, you kind of you know that the guy didn't tap. Right. You know that was the thing. So you you're looking enough at enough for nothing. You don't want to rain on the guy's parade, man. The yeah. guy has his first title defense at his yeah. hometown. Yeah. Right. And I mean, even I, if you thought that, you, and he's saying he, he's. He I mean, I, I like would have liked for him to have looked at it and go, "Well, man, I was wrong. Maybe I, you know, maybe I'm a little loopy from the fight." Yeah. But I, that's what I would have liked to have for yeah. the guy to have done. But right? he didn't say that. He just no. praised Cleveland or something, right? Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just like he couldn't let the guy have the the victory, didn't, man. And you know, it was a really Great fight back and forth that any guy could have won. And Stipe, I think, just had the greater will to win in that fight. Were you surprised he got knocked down? I, I was surprised I, I he was had over and put him on his ass. I was surprised he well, got knocked down. And he got, and 
He went down. So I, I really, I thought the fight was going to go like it was going without the knockdown. Um, not only that, did he go down, but when he went down, I wasn't as nervous as him going down because he looked like he went to bounce right up. But the guy, um, Alistair Overeem has phenomenal guillotines. Yeah. He's got great guillotines. I, um, did he get, I believe he got Vita Belfort yeah, on a guillotine back in the day. Up, yep, he's gotten a few guys, but he's got very good guillotines. So when he ramped up Stipe's neck, Stipe was very smart to make sure that he could pass the opposite way. You follow me? Mm-hmm. Like, what it is, he can't pass the same side as his neck, so his neck is wrapped up. So, Overeem went to sit and put him in guard to lock him up, and if he would have locked him up, chances, I'd say chances are, nine, him. yeah, that he's, he's fucking caught. So what happened was, you see him get the grip, and you see him pass to the opposite way before he's able to get that grip, and then he got out, and he, he did the right thing. He challenged it right away. He didn't let it sink in, and he got out before he was able to keep the opposite leg up. That's where he's going to escape. You follow me? Like, if I got your neck wrapped up with my right arm, you're not passing to my to my, to, to right. My right. You understand? You're going to have to pass the opposite way. Right. So Stipe went to lay down and lock him up with his legs around his waist. He passed that way before he was able to lock right, him right, up. Right, right, right. I'm trying to demonstrate. If no, but I know what you mean. But you know, that's why I like, you know, when you yeah. knock a guy down, I say, just let him get back up. Because yeah. when you're on Queer Street like that, you're giving the guy like three or four good shots now where you're trying to get your equilibrium back. So yeah. I think it kind of backfired too, even chasing him down there. Did you notice that too? When he jumped up, at one point, you know, Steve jumped back up and he threw a couple of punches and it looked like he was still wobbly. Was it after that? or No. That was, was, it was later uh, in the fight, right? Yeah, because he when he got knocked down the first time, Overeem jumped right on his neck. But that's what I'm saying. At that point, Overeem probably should let him get back up, see if the guy has his legs and then, you know... Trying to finish it that way. What I found was interesting with that fight is that how it ended was not on the feet. He took him, he put him down. And he's, you know, yeah. is is he a big ground and pound guy? He, he has some ground and pound, but usually he's banging, he's, he's slaughtering people upstairs. Yeah, you know what's funny about that too? And I wanna, yeah, let me just interrupt you because it goes back to the St. Pierre fight. If you remember, the night he beat St. Pierre in Texas... Luke Como had fought Josh Haynes. Yes. And he hit Josh Haynes with an overhand. Oh, man. And I go, get at it. You know, like, back off. Yeah. And Josh Haynes grabs the ref's leg. He doesn't know where he's at, so he grabs whoever's closest to him. And Luke's, they had to stop the fight because yeah. Luke was back. So when I went back to the dresser, I go, Matt, if you get this guy in trouble, yeah. don't follow him down because he'll give him a chance to hold you and to get his wits yeah. about him. And then look what happened. He lined him up. And everybody even said that, too. Once you got him hurt, you just... Yeah. Following and that goes back it. to my fight with Carol Parisian too, yeah. when I went and ate yep. shit when I had him on. Yeah, uh, definitely. When I had him on weak legs and wobbly legs, and I just shot my load trying to finish him, and then he weathered it. And yeah, fight was yeah. close to being finished though. Thank oh God it didn't God. though, because that led to the. When I lost to that fight with Carol Parisian, that put me in that Ultimate Fighter house, right? The, and that led to See, me. Every, everything happens for a reason. It's and, that, and I'll right. tell you when I lost. It was a very shitty feeling because I had like an East Coast curse. I lost all my fights here. I love Vegas. That's why I love Vegas. I told you. I only the only fight I ever lost in Vegas was Hughes. And like I said, that don't feel like a loss. Yeah. But uh You lost to GSP that was in Montreal, right? Yes. Thanks for bringing that up. Want to kick me in my fucking balls <laughs> while you're sure. at it? <laughs> fucking shit on my head. <laughs> right back to the fetish. Anyway. Stuff. <laughs> oh, just bum me out. So wait. 
Jesus. He's out. You just ruined him. You ruined me. Jimmy, you went, fucking well, you ruined me. Jimmy, look at me. We lost him. He was Trust our losses. Like, we lost no, no, it's okay. It's okay. So, uh, um, so when when, Mio- when Miocic got back up, um, I thought he was a little wobbly, and I thought going after him was a little... Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't get fucking knocked out there. You know what? Wait, really quick before I forget. You know what's funny? You ever see the UFC Top 200? Right, you ever yeah, see it? Like, yeah. the, so the, somebody goes, "Oh, yeah, Matt Hughes talked nice about you on there." So I, I never saw it. I saw it the other day. It was on. It was on. It was. It was they were doing like the whole thing from two hundred down. It's like the best fighters. So I'm number sixty nine. Don't get excited, okay. Jimmy. But uh, yeah, so I was number sixty nine. So Dean Thomas says something nice. Who else was on there saying something else nice? Somebody else. And then Matt Hughes. Matt Hughes goes, "Well." <laughs> well, he said it because it's funny. <clears throat> he goes, "Well, you know, he's he's only one of two people to beat GSP, and that's, he should be very proud." <laughs> the guy, the prick, gave himself a fucking compliment because he's the other guy to beat him. So somebody goes, "Oh, he said something nice." So I saw him on there. I go, "Oh, maybe it's time to bury the old hatchet." And then I hear him go, "Well." He's only one of two people to beat GSP, and that's something to be really proud. Oh, really? Who's the other guy, Matt? <laughs> fucking, oh. Who, this is what I'm talking about, Jimmy. Who was number 68 on the list? Oh, I fucking don't know. I That's a good check, because I flicked it right at no, that. He, no, right he goes right to 69, I, and then he turns yeah. it I do that, and he then I fucking rewind it. He or 70, no, trust me. no. <laughs> Not yeah, I'm wondering if it like uh, I never make those lists. There's like all these ca- top comedians. I never fucking Come make on. them. Never, really, never. If they did a top fucking eight thousand in New York, well, I would make like, it. Let me, Jimmy. Let me tell you, if Matt does the list, you'll be number one. Trust oh, me, Trust me yeah. Jimmy. You'll Who be, number, be one. number one. Oh my Kevin, my Kevin, my Kevin, my Kevin, my Kevin. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jimmy. Jimmy, I'm sorry. How do you do this every uh, week? No, I, he looks forward to seeing me. I do. I need Matt's energy. I'm he very does tired need my tonight. dude. I really? dude. I love my Jimmy. I get so I'm not happy. <laughs> look, I am. look, look. Before you walked in, I was. Yeah, he's going to make a list for you tonight. You're going to be number oh, shit. one. Recent guest Joseph Benavides is actually number sixty-eight. So there you go. Oh really? I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. He's he's ranked higher than me, Chris. You can fuck yourself. <laughs> Chris, jump out the fucking window. Who's like, seventy? I'm only Chris. I'm only Chris. Sean Shirk is number seventy. There you go. Somebody I'm told then. Good. Uh, we're going to get poor A on the phone. <laughs> he's breathing. He's sweating heavy. Oh, 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 Johnny. Jimmy, I'm so happy. Did I mention I'm, I'm so happy you're back? Did I mention yeah, it? I'm very happy to be back. Oh, Jimmy. I really am. We're back. We are back. I didn't want to miss a third one. I really enjoy this. Hey, Jimmy. Next time I'm going to come alone. Don't worry. Look, look. I brought him just in case. No, are I we like, on air? I like having our guests. I'm just kidding. Yeah, Longo. I think Laura I'm, MMA I gotta, in Garden City. I got to tell you, I think I'm starting to like Jimmy. I tell you, this is unbelievable. I appreciate like, you coming is he a likable guy? I, 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 I Hello, him. Dustin. Yo. Hi, Dustin. How are you? This is uh, Jim Norton, Matt Sarah, and Ray Longo, uh, UFC Unfiltered. You're What's on, up, buddy. What's up, Dustin? Dustin. What's happening, man? What's going on, guys? Um, we're doing very well, man. How are you? Good, good. Where are you now? I'm at my house, man. Trying to pack up, save all the shit to do last minute, like always. And you're leaving? You're heading out today? Tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, man. And we got Michael Johnson. This is this is this is an exciting matchup, man. I mean, Mike. I mean, the Johnson. He was on Longo. I don't know if you know this. He was on a win streak of. What was he on a four fight win streak? Was that right or six? Well, I'm looking at. Nah, it, it might have been. It, it might have been four or five. Yeah. But, but honestly, man, I, he's on a two fight losing streak right now. But but I thought he. The, the Roosh fight, I thought he got robbed of a decision. I thought he won that fight. That was a very close fight, if I remember correctly. That that was definitely a very uh, razor-thin decision right there. Do you remember that fight, Longo? Yeah, yeah that was a clo- really close that fight. That was a close one. And then he lost to Nate Diaz, which no shame there. So it's not like he lost any right, scrubs. Right. 
you know. But dude, you're oh, you're 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 quite. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dustin. Go ahead. No, no, I'm saying he lost to Diaz, but it was fight of the night. You know, it was a good performance. Yeah. It was fun to watch. Oh, for but sure, you know how man. This goes, man. Styles make fights, and me and him are going to throw down, bro. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think it, it has to be a great fight. And dude, you're on uh, you're on quite the uh, the streak right now, man. I mean, you had you had the little um, the, the the tough night with Connor, and then after yep. that, you went back to lightweight, and now you're you're fucking on fire, man. I was I was wait, there wait, live wait. when you fought. Uh, Bobby Green and I told you when I seen you after that I seen you with my buddy Dean Thomas around the hotel, yeah. dude. That was a fucking fun fight to watch. Jimmy, were you with me for that? No, I was not. You were not with me for that. What am I, I was with you at two hundred. That's where he fought. Um, uh, who did I just say? Who the fuck did Bobby I just Green. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Green. Bobby Green. I got it. Justin. <laughs> bear with me, man. I got ADD and I. I <laughs> I'll forget my I'll forget my fucking name. But he fought Bobby Green and Bobby Green like talks a lot of shit when oh, he's yeah. fighting. So, dude, man, he was talking this shit. And when somebody talks shit in a fight, it's like, even if, like, you're, like, maybe indifferent, you go to being like, yo, I wanted something to land on this guy. You know what I mean? So he's talking shit. And, you know, some guys do that to get in the head. So he's talking shit to Dustin. And then you see Dustin just landing. Bang, bang, bang. And the guy, and Bobby Green's st- on the way down still talking shit. Right or wrong? Was he was he still talking when you were, when he's going down, uh, Dustin? He was talking the whole way down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was he saying? Uh, I don't know what he said when he was on his way down, but when he popped back up, he was still talking shit. He said, <laughs> "He said, oh, you can't punch.' But this is after I I just dropped it. Wow! Telling me you can't punch, and oh, it was crazy. Hey, at least he's consistent. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, hey, does that yeah. now does that work at all? I mean, when Ali fought Foreman, it was very famous about how he taunted him and he and he talked a lot of shit about how George couldn't hit hard, and, and he got the Foreman, and, and he wanted to punch himself out. That doesn't bother you at all. Not when the guy's falling down as he's saying it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess what they say on the way down is irrelevant. All right. <laughs> no, I was about to say the mental stuff, man. I I don't get involved all that crap anymore. Talking back and forth and really taking it to heart, man. I have fun with this now. But I tell you, I, Dustin, I, I felt like in, in that Connor fight, I learned a lot. You know, the build up. Yeah, that 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 was going to be my next question when you me- mentioned the mental game. How much of a uh, was it more the weight? For that fight, or was it the mental aspect? What, what was your, what was your take? What'd you take away from the Connor fight? You know, I, I learned a lot uh, about myself and about the fight game just through that experience. But uh, I can't blame it on the weight or the talk. I mean, he just he, he hit me with a good shot, and then I tried to circle and I planted my feet, and he hit me with another good shot, and I went down. But you you consider him a heavy way. hitter for sure, man. I have thirty three fights, and, and I got to say he's. You know, unless it was just a spot, but I mean, the the track record speaks for itself. He's, yeah. he's a champ right now, but but I think he, he he's the hardest you know hands I've ever felt. Oh, well, that's interesting. Good. Uh, now listen, Eddie Alvarez, he's got the belt, man. He's got the belt. Things go well. You got a nice streak going right now. I mean, things go well on Saturday night with Michael Johnson. I mean, is what, what do you think, man? You thinking about? Trying to jump up the ladder and, and calling out the champ, or, or are you just gonna, or are you just gonna be saying anybody they give me, or what, what do you think about that? They always like when you try to state nah, your case, did, man. You know, you know I, I I I did that for years. You know, this is my uh, gonna be my 18th fight. Well, two in the WC and then you know 15 in the UFC. I've I've been I'll fight whoever they put in front of me for long enough, man. It's time to start making some demands and, and get a gold bell wrapped around my waist. They always say, man, they always say, like, you know, the guys that, you know what, I mean, listen, the fight, at the end of the day, it's about the fighting. You keep doing what you're doing, it's going to be, you know, they, they can't keep you away from, you know, the bigger fights. 
But they do say they do like when you call someone out. They like when you have someone in right. mind. Yeah, they like when you're like, listen, man, I want this guy. I mean, look what Nate Diaz did for himself. Nate Diaz got him that fight with Conor McGregor. He got that fight for himself. Right. And look right. what Mickey Gall did. He did it. Yeah. CM Punk, and now he just yeah. did it with Sage Northcutt. Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm right. just trying to plant a little seed in there, Dustin, man. You're, you're, listen, I enjoy watching you fight, man. I want to see you fight the bigger fights, man. Oh, listen, not Thanks, for nothing. Brother. The main event this him, weekend. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get him. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, I feel good, man. I had a great camp. And, and I think I'm going to go in there and put this guy away. Uh, and we'll see what's next. But I, I know I'm close. I'm getting close. Hey, how is, uh, how is uh, Robbie Lawler doing? I know you guys are teammates. And uh, he said that he wasn't ready to fight um, Cowboy Cerrone. Um he said he needs more time after that uh, Woodley knockout. Right, yeah. Uh, man, Robbie's a buddy of mine. Um, you know, I've, I've learned a lot about training and, and resting and, and listening to my body from Robbie over these last few years. But Robbie will be out there in Hidalgo with me. He'll be in my corner Saturday night. Oh, beautiful. Do you think for him it's, it's physically he needs more rest or, or did mentally, did that, uh, did that knockout uh, uh, just, I guess, put him out of commission for a little while? Uh, you know, the guy's uh, been defending his belt and, and had some tough fights, and I, don't know, I think jumping right back in there might be too soon. But you know, he knows best. He, he's the guy who, who listens to his body very well and stuff like that. Physically, I mean, he's great. He's in the gym lifting weights and moving around. And he looks great physically. So it, it's just, I guess, when he feels right again. Everybody knows their own body. You know well, has I mean? it ever been hard right. for you guys to fight after a loss? Like, is there ever a part? Like, after a loss, do you want to fight immediately, or, or have you ever said like? Let me just relax for a little while and you lose a little confidence. Yeah, I mean, anytime you lose, you want to go right back in and try to right the ship. But but I think that's uh, kind of a young-minded or immature way to do it most of the time. Sometimes you have to sit back and say, where did I make mistakes? What happened? Where can I improve? And then go back in there. You know, you have to assess the situation. Not to mention he got his, you know, not, not not to be disrespectful, he did get his lights put out. So you want to, you know, rest that head a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. He might be yeah, talking man. fine and everything, but he, you know... He did get put out. Nah, yeah. I mean, he, he seems exactly <clears throat> the same as before he left for that fight when I talked to him and see him. But you never know how a guy's feeling. Hey, listen, let me... Uh, Especially a guy can... like Robbie. You know, he doesn't... He doesn't. You got to grab what, what he's... A couple words here and there. He, he's not a guy who's going to sit there and tell you a whole story about how he's feeling. <laughs> so you never really know with a guy like him. He's not going to talk your ear off like Ray Longo, in other words. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, listen. I want to say congratulations, man. I heard uh, just recently you became a father. You have a, a, a newborn uh, daughter. Yeah, man, thanks. Dude, yeah, let me tell cool. you something. It's going to change your life. I, I have three daughters. Longo's going to call me a big pussy in two seconds because I might get emotional. Yeah. But, dude, it's the best thing ever. It's the best thing ever, man. man it it is, really is. It, in incredible. the beginning, they're like little, you know, little potatoes. They just sit there and you have that kind of right. unconditional thing. But wait till they become little people, man. They start six, seven, eight months in. Oh, man, it's so great. It's great already. That's, but, oh, yeah, man. It's, it's, that's what I'm hearing. It's, it's incredible already, man. Every day I can see a little bit more awareness and her eyes trying to focus a little more. So yeah. it's exciting, man. Yeah. Oh, you got a lot of fun times ahead of you, man. That's great. Yeah, Do you have wait. no kids, Ray? I, have, I actually have two girls. Oh, you do? Two okay. grown girls. Yeah, 20 and 21. But when Matt, so, Matt you don't like when Matt talks about it. I guess, I don't, it, it I'm used to this at this point. So <laughs> no, no. I mean, does, when he, does he get like emotional when he talks about his kids? Oh, yeah. Definitely. He does, right? No, he loves his kids. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's kind of a normal thing, Longo. You morbid bastard. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good papa. Hey, hey, Dustin, fighting a guy coming off of two losses, what, I mean, you'd have to approach that carefully, I think, um, because the, the odds of a guy losing three in a row are not very good. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's 
on both of our our, our part, he doesn't want to lose three in a row. He's right. fighting for his life, and, and I don't want to lose to a guy who just lost two, so I'm fighting for my life coming off of four wins. So that's what makes fighting fun, though. And, and I feel like the numbers next to our names, he's 10, I'm 7, or whatever we're going to be by the fight, come whenever the fight night comes, it, it doesn't really matter, man. This is a styles makes fights, and this is a fun fight. This is a, a stylistically going to be a fun fight for the fans. And it's 25 minutes, so. Yeah, and as far on. as far as training goes, do you miss uh, Louisiana at all? You happy down in Coconut Creek with those guys? I mean, this is home away from home. I, me and my wife have a house here, but but honestly, man, when I when I'm done fighting, or maybe not even when I'm done, I'll be making the move back to Louisiana. I'm wow. not going to be a Floridian forever. Nice, nice. Now this is a little off the tra- off the beaten path, but I heard Joe Silva just retired now. Uh, he's he's leaving the UFC now. Listen, was he good to you? Because that little fucking now you can give him a wedgie. He can't affect who you're gonna fight or anything. <laughs> right, Longo? I know. I, I kind of Longo. What, I, you, what should yeah, we do to that guy? I, I like him, but nah, nah, he's, he's been first walking around. First, first of all, the guy's up to my crotch. No, he's a great. And he's been nah, walking he's a, around he's like a, he's, he's, he's a just, great guy. But I'm kind of getting the sense when a cop arrests a lot of people and he does something wrong and he's got to go to prison <laughs> with the guys he's arrested. Oh, Joe Silva? I don't know. I hope it's not like that. Is, is he gonna walk around the fights with his little know. chest out? I don't know. <laughs> well, a lot of guys not like Joe Silva. No, no I'm sure he's fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm only four fights in with him, so I'm not sure, man. I, I was with Shelby from the WC. And ah, there you go. Oh, wow. All right. No, I know. I know yeah, him for yeah. a long time. Now he's a he's a good man. He is a good man. I talked to him, and I went into like comic book nerdy shit. So I talked to him about that and stuff like right. that. So although I, we lost Longo, <laughs> oh, yeah, go talk about your comic books, you big pussy. Jimmy, a big comic book fan. Yeah, yeah. You know, is I, all that official? He's he's done. He's out. It's it's already in effect. Or what's going yeah, on? He's done. That? He's done. Call him a cock. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what you really think. Think, Dustin, don't worry about. It. He's gone. Yeah. When does he actually leave? Really out of here. Let me get some stuff off my chest. <laughs> exactly. Now, listen. I know. I know. Joseph's shoot, man. Since two thousand and one, I get along with the guy really well, man. I like the guys I get along with really well. I like the break. Now, you chops. know, Joe since the release of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a really long time ago. Long ago. Us nerds, they don't laugh at that joke because it makes no sense. No, only kidding. No, the Silver Surfer. Yeah, Galactus. Hey, hey, <laughs> right, Dustin's on the phone. Can you can you talk to Dustin, please? <laughs> Dustin, uh, listen, you're leaving for a plane soon, or what? You leaving tonight, tomorrow? Not not t- tomorrow morning. Yeah, it's in Texas, yeah. right? It's in fucking Texas. Did we talk about this? Dustin, do yourself a favor. Make like your phone got disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. You oh, really. Shit. You don't have to De- put up listen, with him. Trust all me. All I know is, hey, Texas is good luck. And my, uh, uh, hey, I have nothing but good memories there. I got the title there. Hell yeah, man. How does it always go back to <laughs> fucking me? I'm sorry, <laughs> Dustin. Well, it happened. It's just a coincidence. It was that way. You, he's fighting a place. You won the title. You have to mention it. You'd be a goose not to. Well, listen. The fight is this weekend. <laughs> he, he gave me and Jimmy three seconds to throw it, and we didn't. And he had a mention. Absolutely. Paused. <laughs> we didn't take the bait. The most, he took it. Jimmy Long. Go. The most important thing is that the fight is this weekend on Fox Sports. Fox Sports One, and I'm I know I'm going to be watching. I, I mean that that's 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 fireworks, man. These guys both go to finish. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a great fight. He, I mean, Dustin's on a hell of a streak, and the other guy. And it's not that he has his back against the wall, but like we said before, I know from a take it from a guy that lost a couple of fights in a row. You don't want to lose. He's he's got some pressure on him, man. He's gonna have to right. try to come out guns blazing. But so. I never thought of this too. What Dustin just says, like when you're fighting a guy who's lost two straight, you don't want to be the guy to lose to a guy who's just lost to two uh, two straight fights. You don't right. want to be the one that breaks him out of his fucking losing streak. Yeah, that's true. Right. But I mean, you look at you look at the guy. You know what I'm saying? And you look at the guys he lost to and. 
That's a dangerous motherfucker. But we're talking to a dangerous motherfucker on the phone. Yeah. So that's what makes you it. definitely are. <laughs> Jimmy just got off a plane from Australia, and he's looking at me like, yeah. go fuck yourself. Jimmy, how do you feel? I feel great. All right, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm enjoying Jimmy. this. Me too. Yeah. All right, well, listen. Yeah. Anything else for Dustin before he gets done packing? Good luck, man. Uh, Fox Sports yeah, one main event on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. Dustin, thanks for talking to yeah, us, yeah. man. Good luck, and tell uh, yeah, Lambert and uh, Laborio we all sit alone. For sure. For sure, man. Thanks. Awesome, buddy. Good luck. Take guys. care, man. Great fight. Later, Dustin. Dustin Poirier against Michael Johnson on Saturday night. What do you got, Jimmy? Well, what do you want to talk about? Matt, I had to say it. Football's back. Is it? Yeah, and to celebrate, DraftKings is hosting another free fantasy contest this Draft- weekend. I'm sorry. DraftKings.com? I believe so. We'll get to that. I'm okay, not sure. Okay, I'm sorry. That I don't ju- want to yell I, it. Is I that jump- it? Did I jump the gun? No, it's okay. You jumped oh, the gun eagerly and good naturedly. It's important. See, no wonder Don't. he likes Jimmy. Look, he can't even make a mistake with Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy Jimmy's just my builds friend. him right back up. Yeah, and you tear me down. Can yeah. you be quiet while we do our ads, please? <laughs> sir? Well, I think it's important. They should hear the real banter. Yeah, hurry this up is what it is. But, but uh, so before you continue, hurry Chris, up. I'm, I'm Chris, can you to shut the big, uh, the, uh, big heavy Italian guys? Uh, not mine, but his mic off, please. Wanna, Go ahead, Jimmy. Tell I me about draft I want to draft somebody soon. $100,000. And total prizes are up for grabs. No deposit required. You heard that right, none, zero. So put your fantasy knowledge to the test for free to win your share of a hundred grand this weekend at DraftKings.com. You were indeed correct, Matt. Thank you so much. DraftKings.com. Yes, it is the destination for one-week fantasy football. That means no season-long commitments. I'm a commitment phobe. You probably are too. Commitments stink. So you want to just kind of jump in there and see how you like it. Play when you want, with the players you want. Just pick your contest, draft your players, and follow your team live. Renew old rivalries with friends to prove you're the superior GM. (laughs) Or try a 50-50 contest where the top half of all entries win cash. Whether you're a one-week fantasy rookie or a grizzled vet, that's your business. DraftKings offers fun, fair, free contests for you all season long. Hurry to DraftKings.com now. Now, when you're listening to this, now, pull over your stupid car and get out your dumb laptop and do it now. Use code KO and play free in this weekend's $100,000 fantasy contest. This contest is free, no deposit required, so there's no reason not to play, you chiseler. Again, use promo code KO and play free for your share of hundred grand this weekend. Only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Eligibility restrictions may apply. <clears throat> Clear your throat, stupid. See website for details. DraftKings.com. So go back to, uh, you never finished. Are you what? a comic book guy? Oh, you know, comic oh, books. Uh, I went into a comic book store. In Montreal. My manager and I were just basically just walking around. I'm not a good relaxer, so in between I had a couple days off. And, we were, and I went into a peep show. <laughs> And uh, I had uh, I had comics. Well, hold with it. Oh, okay, go ahead. I mean, you miss those peep shows on Forty Second. I really do because they don't World. exist. Maybe Show World. Yes, I do. Of course you do. And uh, there were better ones than that. There was uh, there was really seedy ones. <laughs> so I went into this place downstairs. My manager just waits outside. He wants he wears a sweater over his shoulder. He wants nothing to do with my shenanigans. <laughs> so I'm downstairs and I wind up getting the coin and I look at the girl, but it just felt too creepy. Like I'm just looking at her through glass and she's like doing a dance. And I'm like, let me just get the and, fuck out of here. So I walked into a comic book store. And she's not enthusiastic. I, I just felt bad. I'm like, why am I... Well, there's so much porn online, and I know, I know enough people I can just talk dirty to. What am I doing? Yeah. She can't be enjoying this. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not into the peep shows. <laughs> you got I'm not, into the, I'm not into the strip clubs either. I'm really not. Why not? <laughs> I don't want to just go there and get teased. And, you know, I went there... I, I mean, the last time I went to one, a buddy of mine... 
and he looks all creepy and he goes up and he has dollars and he's just he's just flicking the dollars at the girl and the girl's shaking something so primitive about it the girl's like shaking her ass and twerking and he's looking at him with a like a like a mean face and he's like throwing dollars at her ass and it's I'm like what are we fucking animals like what is this what am i what am i watching this poor girl you know it is people show their true colors in a strip club you see who people <laughs> really are. Doubt. <laughs> you know, your, oh. your friend is a good guy and he's yeah, nice and to his wife. He's off, off the charts. Yeah, two yeah. drinks in, he goes into the crazy. back room, comes yeah. out with a fucking slug trail on his face. <laughs> You're like, oh no, he's a creep. <laughs> My buddy's a creep. <laughs> Oh shit! So you after that after the peep show, which was kind of I was in there for five minutes and I left. Yeah, so I went to a comic the, book store. So what'd you do there? But to a comic, I, I didn't. Do, I actually just looked. I didn't whack off. I was just like I was. Just, ugh. You didn't whack off nah. in the comic book store? No. Oh no no. The the fuck? <laughs> I hope not, Jimmy. You know what I look for in the comic book store? Here's what I like. When I was a kid, I used to collect these uh, these little figures, action figures, Mego action figures. Ooh, they Migo. had like the Hulk. They had, uh, Silver Wherever Silver you go, Thor. me go. No, sorry. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. Me <laughs> don't, find, hey, don't, don't touch the sponsors. Could you let them know not to fuck yeah, with the sponsors? Chris, Chris, seriously. I won't have them back. Attack <laughs> me undies. So the me I love the, me undies. Go the, ahead, I do too, actually. But I put, I I put some it. weight on in this fucking Australian trip. I was a yeah. fatso. I was eating like a fatso. And I put my stupid me undies on. And the fucking top one and folded down. Oh, did it? You know how your stomach pushes your underwear down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was miserable i had to take him off i'm like i can't i'll put him back on you know when i lose six pounds he's waiting for his me undies <laughs> i told him to get some me undies. oh they make your hog look great you gotta put oh them. then i'm definitely getting you have to <laughs> if they could do that i'll take a dozen right yeah now. well you know what's funny man as chris is pointing out because a lot of people have been coming up to me the whole time i'm in australia yeah they're going jim what should i be listening to when i'm not listening to ufc unfiltered it's a fine little moment we have and i say well the answer is simple an audiobook from audible.com oh, they laugh that. i laugh yes here's an easy way to get one you just remember the code ufc mm. that's very easy you're listening very. to this podcast even if you weren't you'd still remember that you can get a free audiobook from audible audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership now you're probably thinking now jim i don't know which book to pick there's so many it's confusing how about i suggest one for you it's a delightful little book called Happy Endings, The Tales of a Meaty-Breasted Zilch, and it was written by me, and I'm desperate for money, so buy it. I don't even think I get any of it. But it's, they, they it's, could get that on Audible? They your, certainly your can. Yeah, I only did one out of my two books where uh, I did audio, um, and people really loved it. it yeah? And, yeah. I love Audible. Well, you do, right? Well, I love not it. for nothing. The guy's getting older. His eyes aren't so good. Yeah. Audible's great for, listen, it's great for people like me who don't who are not big on reading, yeah. and it's great for guys with Longo who can't see shit anymore. What happened getting, that? Normally when he asks me, have I listened to his podcast? I haven't, because I've been listening listening to Audible. I, mean, I get a bonk. You got to lie and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't, don't attack the <laughs> Well, you're on the go. I'm not attacking. You're a positive guy here. I have, this is a very good podcast. I have 20 podcast. books on my phone. All from right, Go ahead, Jimmy. Well, no, I think that's a very fair point, though. You're, you're old and you can't read or you're just yes. too busy. You're on the go. Whatever yes. the case. This is something for everyone here, folks. Uh, mm -hmm. Just go to audible.com slash UFC. Browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It really is that easy. Audible.com slash UFC. That's audible.com slash UFC. Get started today. You're wasting time. You're driving to work. You listen. This is only a one-hour podcast or a 90-minute podcast. Then again, I don't know how long I think their commute to work is. So, so let's just say you have a six-hour commute to work. You listen to this. You still have four and a half hours of your shitty life left. So yeah. why don't you go to audible.com and get a great book. It's got an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, 
and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, magazines, and newspaper publishers, entertainers, business information providers. I'm babbling at this point. It's audible.com? Yes. And if, and if you, you do have a shitty life, like Jimmy says, no. get an Anthony Robbins book. Try to help yourself. You know no, what? No, no, yeah, you I've interviewed Tony Robbins. He's a oh, really wait, interesting is, guy, man. Could you get that on Audible? I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I'm pretty, if you can't, you're making the cutting room floor nah, with your little fucking he's definitely on there. I don't know. You might be able to. Uh, 100% can. And there's free apps that are available for the iPhone, Android, iPad, Windows Phone. Grab that free audio book. It's got a 30-day trial membership by going to audible.com slash UFC. That is audible.com slash UFC. Yeah, man. He's an interesting guy, Tony Robbins. I, I only met him that once. I, I met him twice, actually. And uh, even though you go into it thinking, all right, this guy's bullshit. That's what I was thinking. Uh, he's one of these self-help guru creeps. I hate him. And you're talking to him, and you're like, he really does know what he's talking about. Like, he well, makes know, a lot know, of sense. You know what the first thing is? You got to surround yourself with positive people. That's the first thing. I mean, you could have listen to him, or you get around a bunch of negative guys. Everybody's bitching, yeah. moaning, hate my job. What's better? Sorry. Holy crap. Sorry. No, seriously. If, Sorry. If he's not on the mic, Chris, he's, he's gone. I'm he's, not a he's acting, the thing. He's Go actually ahead. acting out like Go a kid. Ahead. Right? He's acting Go out ahead. like a kid. Go ahead. Are you saying Matt doesn't like to sit in the background? Oh, my God. Are you kidding? <laughs> let's try it. Let's do an, let's, let's do an experiment. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my mouth shut. Oh, come on, Matt. Just, no. Uh, no. No. You I don't want to do play it. with All you right, guys. All right, come on. Come back on. The Jimmy's floor. my friend. <laughs> I think Jimmy likes oh, me better head than just you. Got a rush. I, you know, I think Jimmy likes me better than you now. I like you equal. I <laughs> don't like put you Jimmy. Equal. Don't put Jimmy in the middle. You're both equal. Jimmy to me. is in the middle. He is in the middle, <laughs> and, uh, and then Jim, my lung goes in the corner. Hey, uh, do you know who I want to talk about too? <sighs> talk my, to me. My favorite fight of the night was uh, probably. I mean, I love the fact oh, that, that Miocic knocked him out, but uh, Fabricio Verdum coming out and throwing that kick. Wow, what yeah. I've perfect, never seen that before. What a perfect kick! Too. I caught perfect. him right in the fucking beard. Travis yeah. Brown's a pretty tough motherfucker. Yeah. He, I mean, he it didn't knock him down. I mean, you oh, know what's uh, funny? Go he got hit with that shot. Then he, when he was trying to fix his finger, he got hit with a clean left hook. No, but let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. The fight should have been stopped. Street, to be honest yeah. with you, uh, there's no it. timeouts. Yeah, like there's no crying in baseball. Right. There's no timeouts in MMA. No timeouts. Yeah. I think he just panicked. I think he just had a moment where he was like, oh, my finger, and he just fucked yeah. up, and he yeah, tried to but stop that, it. The, the, that ref, I met that ref before. I like him. He's like my height. He's, he's my height. The little guy. Little, yeah, he's a little yeah. stocky little guy. Yeah, spunky little guy. He is spunky. <laughs> spunky little fella. He went in there, and he went to break it up. Herb Dean's not having that shit. No. Nah, that, I mean, I'm Big John McCarthy, so. that's that a, that, that the fight's fight over. That fight would have been the over. The fight is, you can't say, you know what? And Verdum did the right thing. He was going after him. Like, hey, dude, what? Is it over? Is it not over? If it's not over, I'm going after him. And not and listen. I'm not attacking Travis because in a moment of something like that, it's not the guy's not a pussy. The guy fought with. I heard his finger showing. I heard that you see the bone or some shit. Yeah, that's oh, all. Wow, I, really? I heard Verdum talking about it afterwards, yeah. saying he saw the bone. And I, I mean, listen, it's not me saying it. I heard it, but uh, I don't know how severe the injury was. But they didn't really show it on the screen. He was saying it. he respected him for fighting, though. He yeah. knew he was really hurt, and I do too. Yeah. But there was that moment that he did stop, and that means. The other guy had to stop and give him chance to. They, what what the hell am I looking at? Is that it? Is that it? Yeah, that's Travis. Brown's that's disgusting. Yeah. What is, now is that a bone coming through? Or is that just a break? What is? I that? I think that's the hole in his finger where a bone did pop. Yeah. Okay. Well, wow. that's that's, that's kind of gross. Yeah. I mean, you almost can't even blame Travis because he got his. You know, I think he blocked an overhand from Verdum and her got it dislocated. Yeah. But it was his just like a natural reaction. The ref. 
the, had to it's take the ref's control fault. No, point, it's definitely so. not Travis's fault. Yeah, and to his credit, you give him a, a minute, and next thing you know, he's like, listen, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going yeah. the finger or no finger. He went through with it. Yeah. So I definitely give him credit for hanging in there, and he had his moments in the fight. I yeah. mean, Verdum, I clearly won. And then there was that little hijinks afterwards with... Uh, he threw a... Who did Verdum kick? He kicked somebody Edmund, in the ring. Edmund. Edmund. And I've met Edmund before, and there's guys that really give that guy a hard time, and I don't know too. I don't know the guy too well, but Edmund, I met him, is, I now hung, is he one of uh, I've hung out with him before. He, corner? Uh, yeah, he's Ronda Rousey's striking coach. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I was in Maine shooting the uh, Dana White looking for a fight. Uh, soon to be on Netflix. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, it's very exciting. It's it's on YouTube. Dana White looking for a I want a list of all locations, by the way. Dana promised to take me to one, yeah. and I'm going to go. I'm not letting him sneak away on a plane. Yeah, Jimmy's gonna, Jimmy got invited. Jimmy's going to be a one. plus one. I just want to go to one. Nah, that's going to be take a Take a plane time. ride. But, uh, yeah, I hung out with the guy I'll a little bit. I'll sit here and man the mics. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Chris, don't let this guy in the building. Oh, my God. Seriously, the guy might be looking for our job. Yeah, Chris, I might just show up like tomorrow and just sit by a mic until somebody starts talking. Do it a day or all The podcast on my diet any moment so he's <laughs> I'm hedging my bets <laughs> no no seriously that's I'll a, be here tomorrow it's a, it's a great podcast but uh, where was I you were talking about uh, the Edmund and, and that and, oh yeah so I was hanging out with the guy he had a guy fighting when we were looking out there I'm not going to let you know how the guy did or anything but uh, uh, when we were out in Maine <clears throat> I should be pressing the button but I always, I always forget to press the cough button and uh, so I got the bullshit with the guy a little bit. Very respectful guy when I was talking to him. But he seems to really get, you know, he's really emotional with his fighters. And uh, I don't know what that was about. But uh, Verdum said that uh, he wasn't kicking him. He did. He checked the distance with him because he knows the guy's a boxer. So when the guy went to, when uh, Edmund went to curse at him, he just checked his distance with the kick. He wasn't trying to hurt him with it. And oh. Whatever. Hey, look, you could see the kick. It wasn't like he was trying yeah, to take no, the guy's knee out nothing. or anything. Yeah, it was nothing. I mean, Verdum's a giant, too. He, but, what did he keep him in the chest or something? I don't like know. He barely touched him. Yeah. Barely oh, he checking him. his distance, right? Okay, that checking, makes sense. You know, just, like, yeah, just keeping the distance a little bit. Old jiu-jitsu style. Old Hoist okay, Gracie yeah. style. Remember that? He took the old, the old foot the stomp old and, yeah. Side kick. The, the foot takedown. Front kick to keep the guy away. But uh, so anyway, um, that fight... Yeah, I just it think had he, its was, he was frustrated. Though, it had its I moments. Because he was screaming during the rounds and he was very tied up in that fight for... Yeah. Obvious reasons, I guess, yeah, oh, but shit. but it just seems like it carried over in the octagon, and he was, man, yeah. he, was, he was looked like he lost it. Verdum is a little he's he's fun to watch though because he's because he's so unafraid of getting taken down. He's just oh, wild. Oh, that's why he could throw those kicks. Oh my god, he he's flipping over. He's doing cartwheels. Have you ever seen anybody fucking like uh, take a fall? He like he's like a soccer player. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you bump in him and he's, he's on doing his, like on his a back. Pele. He's doing yeah. a kick over. He's <laughs> kicking the ball over his shoulder. Uh, he tries wacky stuff because the guys, if they jump on, he he loves it. The guys jump on top of him, you know, it doesn't matter. On his back, he moves like a guy. He moves like a guy like one forty five. He was like a little guy. He's Fedor like, fell for that. That's how. Oh, yeah. he, that's why he gave Fedor that loss. He fell well, for it. He knocked him down well, and he jumped in there. To give Fedor a bit of a break, he jumped in a lot of jiu-jitsu guys' guards and beat the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's thinking, what's different with this? And again, at that level, and he's such a big. He's a big dude. What I do notice with. Uh, with, with Verdum and Longo, you could you could tell me if I'm way off with this. Is when he's fighting the guys, he's taller than he has a lot. He, even though he might have landed a, a knee a, a knee or two in that tight clinch, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a better like with Kane. Anytime Kane would get close, he'd wrap him up real tight in the neck. He has a harder time doing that when he fought when he fought Overeem back in the day. He had a hard time. Uh, he would be flopping to his back. He'd have a hard time in that clinch with yeah. him and with the guys around his height. And I noticed that with with uh, with Travis also. 
Like he would, he get his neck, but he wasn't having as much success as no. he would. With, yeah, I think he uh, would look at what he did. First to off, his knees are really he's got yeah, a flexible he's hip flexor. So that thing comes up. Yeah, I mean, because he need Travis Brown is is huge. Man. Yeah, he's be six seven. He brought that knee right up to his chin. Yeah, then he hit him with a right hand. So yeah, he's a he's really tricky in the clinch because it's not even like a normal tie boxing. He comes straight up to your yeah. chin. You know, he's not like. Pushing it through your sternum or your stomach, he, he's yeah. he caught a couple. But well, he, he caught at least one. I remember, even as we're talking about it. But, but I felt like when he fought Kane, it, it was a little bit more effective in a sense. Well, because just Kane, the guy down. Kane is like five. That's what I'm five, saying. Yeah, you know. So the knee. Yeah. I mean, to hit Travis Brown, he had to go up another foot almost. Yeah. You know, think about it. And he did catch a couple. No, he caught him. Yeah. No, he's got his knees in the clinch. Very yeah. dangerous. Do you think that makes a case for him to fight like for the belt again? Though that fight. That fight wasn't. I mean, it, that it, fight it, wasn't it, like. It you wasn't, know they're saying no, yeah. but I mean I think part of it was almost like what Jimmy was saying. He didn't care about being on his back, so he was taking chances, doing crazy yeah. stuff, and I think he was trying to make it exciting for the fans. But yeah. it didn't get interpreted that way. In the third him. round, he didn't. He didn't uh, put him away in the third. Well, he, round. He's saying he broke his foot too. I think. I think he's saying he got injured. Yeah, in the post fight press yeah. conference, he said that he had had a fracture in his foot yeah, leading in, up to so. the fight, so he just didn't say anything before he fought. Yeah. But. So his foot's broken. He had a fracture in his foot, he said, yeah. And some of the other fights, let's just touch base on uh, a couple of the other ones. Uh, CM Punk's fight with Mickey Gall. All right, let's talk about that. I, I, I love CM. He's, he's a great guy, and he's a really tough guy, so I was bummed to see it. But yeah. it's not surprising just because, uh, you know, Mickey's a brown belt. Yeah, and, it, and you knew he was going to go try to take him right down, and he did. The yeah, one, but what, even, if, if, even if the fight would have stayed standing, I mean, you know, I know there's belts with the jiu-jitsu, but... Yeah. I don't know. Would he have been more successful standing up or, you know, From, against a talented stand-up right. guy? Yeah. You know, so maybe he was a brown, but do you give him a stand-up guy? I mean, I, I, I think the issue I had with this, Matt and Jimmy, is that really, I mean, they always, the athletic commissions always talk about level playing field, PEDs. They don't want one guy to have an advantage, yet they make an exception for a guy who never fought before. Now, the rule normally is five amateur fights with a winning record. And then you could turn pro. So this guy, they bypass that. They get him in the UFC without any fight. It's really not even fair to him, to be honest with you. And I think that's the problem. Those rules are there for a reason. I mean, they want you to yeah. go through a little bit of a farm league and, you know, get your chops out, out in other organizations. But, I mean, what were the odds of him winning that fight? You know, and, a, and he seems like a great guy. I mean, he really does. That's a know. good point about the amateur fights because when, like, when you get hit in the UFC or a guy is really trying to hurt you and, and win the fight, you've never have you ever taken a shot that hard in practice? Like, is somebody really trying to hurt you when, when you're like, are you getting hit full strength? When well, you're, yeah, you're, you're gonna you're gonna definitely get your shock treatment as we call yes. it in sparring. I mean, if you're doing it the right way, you're gonna get banged around. Uh, look, my philosophy always was, and it's changing now because of the injuries, is that the sparring should be harder than the fight. And I don't know if that looked like, you know, with the jiu-jitsu, it's different, though, man. Because well, it's mean, hard to make up that ground if you've never been on the floor with a good guy, you know. But This uh, is what I'll, I mean, I don't, I'm sure he doesn't regret that he did it. I mean, when you see him about to walk out, you see him in the back and you see him saying, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. I know that feeling. So I know he had those those nice butterflies in his stomach. You see him about to walk in the cage and it wasn't really gimmicky. He was enjoying the whole process. You know, right? And See, then it's, he, it's funny because I, yeah. I I never saw him wrestle, yeah. the pro wrestle, but it looked like it was 
See, it looked like it was staged to me, but you're yeah. saying you didn't feel that. Staged in what well, sense? Like, you know, he not... was posturing to the crowd. No, and... I really, I 100% feel wow. no, because he wasn't going out there acting like an, like, like, it wasn't, it did not feel any kind of WWE ish yeah. to me. So I don't know. I it, never saw him. When so I, I don't saw know him, but after talking to him a couple times, and he was on again when, when you were gone, uh, uh, or when you were away. He was on the other day. We talked about comic books. The guy writes comic books, man. The guy writes, he does some writing for Drax the Destroyer. I don't want to ruin it. You know, it's thing. funny. I talked to see him at Comic-Con yeah. a couple you years shut ago. Shut up, Longo. <laughs> Dare you. I have a picture of him. Uh, he was dressed in some weird, like, yeah. green costume so no one would recognize him. He could just walk around Comic-Con. And not yeah? Yeah, he's No, I, listen, I, I like the guy. When I brought up the comic books, he wanted to. And what costume do you wear when you go to the comic I'm an Ewok. I'm an Ewok. But uh, <laughs> me and Jimmy are gonna dress up like two Ewoks. We're all fucking a uh, big ass fucking Chewbacca. We'll dress up longer. We're all going to Comic Con. Anyway, no, but I, I the guy's a down to earth guy. I give the guy a lot of credit. It looks like he enjoyed the process, and not for nothing. He was extremely outclassed. Listen, he went in, and if you hear Mickey Gall talk afterwards, he goes, look, I wanted to work my stand-up, but he was coming in hot. I mean, the guy did come out looking to blast him with a right hand. Yeah. And, you know, it made it easy for that double. I mean, he just the double leg, Mickey would be stupid not to take the double yeah. leg. You know what I mean? I mean, he uh, said he yeah. wanted to work the stand-up, but you have to give what the guy gives you. Take what yeah, the guy yeah. gives you, and, and he did yeah, he give ran him across. He, he ran off that. and just said, you know, I mean. And then from that takedown it was a game of catch up that he would ne- that that just wasn't happening but i'll tell you he wasn't a pussy he didn't just no, get taken well, I that. think that's he the good do- news is he that did- he took his beating like a man he it- really did and he was positive afterwards and you got to give it up to him for that there's guys out there that talk a lot of stuff like james tony the boxer yeah. he went in there Randy Couture mounted him he wasn't getting out it took some beatings Randy threw a submission on he goes all right get me out of here i mean i and what do you mean? He just left. James, oh, he just tapped out. And said, I mean, wow. he was taking some punches now and then. The guy could, that you could hit a guy, James Tony in the f- head with a bat. Yeah. But you know, Couture, you know, took his time, took him down with a, a low single, a single, right? Yeah. Mounted him and just you know, the guy had no, the guy wasn't getting out of there. He could have yeah. stayed there See, all day the, long. The problem is, and then he put him in a choke, yeah. tapped out real quick. CM, CM Punk was taking a beat him, beating, got to some really bad positions, but was fighting that choke off for the life. He was trying his yeah. ass off. He wasn't getting hit and being a pussy. Yeah. He didn't get hit and just ball up where you see good fighters take a bad shot or two and, and do that. Yeah. It's a fight or flight. He did not flight. Yeah. He, he did not take off. He was trying his best. It The level was just too big. Yeah. The, other, the other problem, Matt, is too, when Joe Rogan said something that was smart but it can't happen is that you know he'd like to see the guy go down do a couple amateur fights and work his way up but he can't now he's a pro so he can't he doesn't even have the luxury of being an amateur now he's a pro he's got to take pro fights and that's where i think again the injustice was done to him because now he's that's it man he's in the big leagues well, where, where, so where they should let him have a couple of amateur fights i, would, I think that would have been the best thing to do and Chances you are know. now that he's uh, chances. I mean, listen. He said he I'm, wants to fight again. Yeah, and I'm sure he will. But uh, I believe it'll be on a different <laughs> event. There's a ton of, of like like small yeah, like well, listen, he's gonna, going to the, the show. The problem is he's going to go from one million dollars to one hundred dollars. Yeah, but so I don't that's think this. But listen, it's not so. Much, yes, then you'll it, really know if he wants to fight. No, well, the thing is, this I don't believe he did this for money. I real hundred percent. I don't. He probably could have made more in WWE. hundred percent. Yeah. I think he walked away from a lot of money. So I think this is not a thing about money. I don't think this whole this thing's about more of him wanting to uh, fulfill something like test himself and it's a, a dream he had. And 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 uh, listen, 
I, I, I give the guy a lot of respect. Yeah. Because again, he got beat up in there, but he was he did not like he said he went out on his shield. He yeah. did. And there's other fighters out there that are in the UFC. And he wasn't discouraged either. He was no, very positive no, he was, afterwards. He, I, and again, seems like, like again, I never met him. Seems like a, a really, really cool nice guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, he really is. That's, and, I, and I was you happy know, for him. You know what's he, funny too? And nobody, you know how I know he, he has to be a good guy? Nobody really destroyed this guy. Everybody was very supportive. No. You know, and you always have the idiots online yeah. that just wait for this to happen so they could, you know, spill out their negativity all over the place. But with him... Most of the stuff was positive. So you know he's not a guy that's, you know, pissing a lot of people off. Or, I, I was happy for him when he talked at the end. Like, all right, man, he, he that's that's his, the best case scenario yeah. is that he held his head high. And, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. he sounded yeah. okay. And of course. I felt bad for him, though, because you know he wanted, <clears throat> pardon me, even if he lost, he wanted to do better. But, yeah. you know, that's just, the guy, the guy just, it was just too advanced for him, man. You, you know what's interesting? And uh, I'll tell you, kind of like what I was saying to Dustin before, because um, I like Dustin Poirier as a fighter. Yeah. I, I, his fights are very exciting. But, like, the one thing this kid Mickey Gall's doing right, what happened? He already has in his head who the, who the hell he's calling yeah, out. He's Sage. being strategic. He called out uh, Sage Northcutt. And that's funny, because we found both those guys on Dana White looking for a fight right. on YouTube, soon to be on Netflix. And... Uh, we found both of them on there, and he called out Sage Northcutt. And Sage Northcutt, from what Dana White said on the thing, excuse me one second. <clears throat> I didn't press the button, but I pretended like I did. I'm getting closer and closer to actually yeah, yeah, pressing yeah. the button. Um, it's like a mental block. I don't, I don't want to press the I button. I understand. You like to talk. You, like you want to be heard. I want to be heard. You have something to contribute, uh, damn it. I, 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 it's true. <laughs> and I heard, they, they said that they want that fight too. Sage Northcutt wants that fight too. And I think that's... Uh, what do you think about that? Sage's Longo? last fight. Who did you see his last fight? I thought he got a gift in that decision. It was at two hundred. Yeah, um, I, I thought that that uh, I, I don't remember who he fought, but I thought that that was a, a bit of a gift that he got. Yeah, he's going through some growing pains for sure. I, but, th uh, I think that Mickey Gall's winning that fight, though. If that's what you're asking. Yeah. Well, I believe that with all else equal, which who knows it is. I mean, Mickey looked pretty good standing for what we've seen. We didn't see him there too much. I mean. From the fight we seen him in, the guy before he got in the UFC, he fought a guy that shouldn't even be watching UFC. But you know, you know, so I mean, yeah. but then his fight with uh, with Mike Jackson, he took out, you know, he hit him with the right hand, I believe, and then he then he, his jujitsu was looking on point. So I think that if he fought Sage, the biggest thing would be if Sage could keep it up and what he could do up there. Because if he gets taken down by Mickey Gall, he's, it's he's not going to look much different yeah. than a CM Punk fight. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. Might even look worse. That's what I'm saying. You know what's funny? And I hate too. To, listen, see, talk about a nice guy. Sage Northcutt, dude. Holy Brady Bunch nice. Yeah. He just is. The guy, golly gee. I mean, Jimmy, the guy's just, it's like this guy fights in the cage. Yeah, you know what's funny, like, though? You already see it with Mickey Gall. A high-profile fight, right? He's been in the UFC hardly any time. Twice now. Everybody's going to know this guy's name. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's funny how when you get that type of publicity behind you. I yeah. mean, he's another guy with two or three fights. Everybody knows who this guy yeah, is. Yeah, but now. it's what you. But how did he get those fights? Yeah, he will, knew. He knew. Yeah, no, that gonna, myself and Dana were going to be at yeah. that myself. He knew that Dana was going to be. He gives a fuck if I'm there. But he knew that Dana was going to be there for the you know for the show, and he made the best of it. He said, "Hey, man, I'm thinking, uh, you know, I'm having one fight, and you know, I'm a good match for CM Punk." And he called that guy out. And he had a bit of a following when we were there. So Dana saw that he was a popular kid. He called him out. And now he wins this fight. And thinking ahead, for a 24-year-old kid, this is 
really yeah. smart. No, he looks like marketing wise, he's, ah, he's who's, hitting the home run so far. Who the hell's that guy talking to, man? I mean, this is great. Well, that's a little bit of a product of him being a guy that grew up watching MMA and being a part of it. So he kind of yeah. sees how the system right, works. Exactly. A bit, you know, and he's yeah. playing it correctly. He's, he's more the new new breed yeah. coming in. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just sit around and wait. You know, yeah. you got to go out there and just just yell about it, and maybe you'll get the fight, dude. They, they, the, the, I know for a fact what they don't want to hear, and this is something they say like. When what people don't see at home, what they, the behind the scenes stuff, and me and Longo seen it a million times is uh, after the weigh-ins, usually they have a powwow, like the, the the upper, like with Dana, Joe Silva, and whoever else, and they bring the guys in the back and they give them a little speech, like, "Look, man, the fights is you know tomorrow night, you guys," and gives them a little something like a little little not a little Braveheart speech, a little thing about going out there and. And, and, and leave it all out there and whatnot. And, and then when you do get that mic, what are you going to do with it? Are you just going to say, oh, I'll fight whoever the UFC sees fit? Or are you going to say, listen, man, I want to fight this one. I want to fight that one. I will beat this guy's ass. That's, I mean, people like that. And if they don't like it, they're going to tune in and watch you. Try to see, you get your ass kicked, hopefully. Right. So, listen, man, you don't, you don't want to be the guy that people are indifferent if you're on the card. Oh, he's on. Oh, he has a nice guillotine. I don't know, you don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> you right? You're right. You know, let me, another, absolutely right. Another thing with the CM Punk thing, and I, I was talking to Chris about this, but, uh, uh, you know, like every so often I got a guy that wants to fight, you know what I mean, that yeah. shouldn't be fighting. Mm-hmm. But it's on his bucket list, you know, I yeah. just want to do one fight. And you do try to match the guy up, you know, I make him spar, I make him do everything. And every time i do this it's like once every five years because he's not part of the fight team yeah the guy gets killed he gets killed so like even with the cm punk thing i just what would he i mean what did it would have been insulting to the mma fight if he would have won i think because he's never fought before no amateur record no anything so he's just training for two years which really isn't even a lot of time when you don't have a pedigree you know, I mean, so I, what were the odds of him winning that fight? I have no desire to fight. That's the weird thing. I, I want I want to train. For a million dollars, you're going in there. I'm doing a lot of things for a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, and that's one of them. I believe I'm I happy think, to. Daniel Cormier was like, well, you know, at least he did it. And he made the yeah. walk. And, you know, if you asked a soccer player, you know, would he want to fight? You know, I bet you nobody would. I don't even know what, he, what point he was making. <laughs> but the point being, yeah, you ask those soccer players, I'll give you $2 million. They're jumping in there, too. Yeah, but I, I still go back to saying this is not Did he get $2 about. million? Dollars? I have no idea well, what he got. Well, he got, got 500 on, 500 base, plus he had to get some pay-per-view yeah. points. Okay. So, I well, mean, I mean, the thing is this. Are people going to – he's on the card. Do people want to tune into that? I mean, that's at the end of the day, people want the numbers. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, people want to see what would happen. No, but I'm just saying, in general, yeah. anytime you do that, and the, there's no, like it just I didn't understand. make sense. No, from I, I uh, totally understand. You know what I'm saying? We have dealt with a lot of guys yeah. in the gym who comes oh, yeah. in. I've had 200 street fights, and they never, you know, yeah. it's just nutty. Yeah. You know? What is but it? Let me those ask you. guys go in there, Jimmy, and they are awful. Why are they so bad? I just think it takes time, and that everything has to be done the right way. It really has to be a weaning process and a farm system, and that's why those amateur programs are in place. Is for you to go in there and learn, not under pressure, against a guy who's not cooperating with you, and then you get to grow and fix those things as you're growing. To go in that type of show against that caliber of guy without that proper 
training process, I think, is insane. I really yeah, do. That I, really I, is. I get the testing. I think that's great. Like, again, like, and anytime I've done it, the guy's like, look, it's on my buck list. I want to do it. You know, it's always an older guy, like, and yeah. it just never works out right. Do they get beat up badly? Usually? And that's with me matching them. I'm like the promoter of the fights. I'm trying to get him a guy that's, you know, the same you know, thing. You know what's humbling about that, though? <clears throat> I'm not going <laughs> to, there I am, clear my throat again. Uh, I'm not going to mention the, who the guy is, but Longo has a student of a, a guy that's a, like a, a doctor or something, and he had some beef with a guy in, the, in like the hospital, like a guy who's like a staff guy, and they they wanted to have a little match at Longo's, and this guy's a little bit of a pretty boy. Longo's guy, he's an older guy. And how, how old is this guy? No, he's like 52. Now. Yeah, but he, he looks good for his age. No, so. he's in great. And when shape. was this? Like four or five years ago? Uh, I say seven, eight. Oh wow, was it really? Yeah. Shit. So I mean, the guy was in his his mid thirties, if early. No, 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 he's in his forties. Oh, he's in his forties, but he was fighting this this big guy, <clears throat> and. Uh, I don't know. They had some dispute at work that they wanted to settle it in the, in the cage. And this guy's been training with Longo a little bit and another one of my jiu-jitsu buddies. And uh, how did it go, Longo? And then I'm going to talk about well, what happened he, to him. He did make it through the fight. He made it through but the I fight. But he... the other guy, I mean, for, first off, there was a 70-pound weight difference. The guy was so a big dude. The guy yeah. was huge. So was there back... genuine dislike between these no, guys? No, definitely not. It was more there wasn't. It was something that started in, in the hospital and then they carried it over. And, and it was... No, nah, there was no hatred at all. Okay. As a matter of fact, but, the guy he fought ended up, he was a big black dude that outweighed him by 70 pounds. But yeah. what he was a really nice guy, this guy. And I think it was yeah. a good learning experience for everybody. He got through the fight, but he, he took some blows, Jimmy. Let me that, ask you, what was a that? A normal guy wouldn't have wanted to have taken. Was that the disputed work, or was this a little white guy just wanted to test himself? No, he's not a little guy. Yeah. He's oh, not no. little. No. I wouldn't say he's little. Okay. Yeah, he's he's a 200-pound. Yeah. Oh, the other uh, guy was probably 270. The, just bigger. Okay. The yeah. thing is this. Now, this guy yeah. has some training. The other guy is just more yeah. of a big dude who's right. a big With dude. no training. No training. But everything, this, this, is what's, this is what's good about this situation, right? This happened at Ray's gym where it should have happened. It shouldn't have been... A, right. You know, well, that's the other thing. Yeah. Exactly. And... Now, I remember afterwards Ray telling me that the guy had to go back to work and he had like a black eye, a little bit of a shiner. And he was like, oh, well, now they're, you know, now they're going to, you know, the guy almost like, almost like, no, I almost don't want to go to work. The, guy, the people are going to talk at work like I got my ass kicked. That, but that's a good thing. It's a good thing he got to experience that. Because yeah. now you got the feel, and Longo told me this before, yeah. I don't even know if you remember Longo, but you go, now he has to feel what it's like for all these guys, the fighters that, that lose and you hear everybody talking shit about them and this and that. He's going to hear this on a very minute level like right. you know what i mean a very small <laughs> level but again the guy still didn't want to go to work he's like yeah. now i gotta go to work and that's a character builder right well when people are torturing you yeah. remember chris lieben said that after he lost to anderson silver he goes it's not even losing it's Dude. going to starbucks and the guy hey. telling me what i should have <clears throat> did and you know, uh, you know what i mean so he, they get tortured these guys let me tell you something there's nothing like losing for that reason yeah i went to i went to i went to after i fought bj penn back in the day and i used to always go into this this uh this vitamin shop near your old Mineola gym long yeah. ago and it was this this short guy in there he's around my size he's like my black stunt double little short black guy nice guy I always thought the guy was a great guy so I'm talking to him and then and I said after I fought BJ Penn and we fought to a standstill it was a very close fight uh, the, the the people online thought I won he got the decision but it, it could have went either way it was a close fight uh, so I see the guy go, hey, man. he goes oh yeah I saw your fight I'm like yeah you know tough day in the office he, got, he goes can I tell you something he goes, and, I, and that's never a good thing, Jimmy. He goes, you know, I just think in that third round, you just didn't want it enough. 
I go, dude, uh, can, can I get my Quest Boy? Get the fuck out. I go, hey, listen, hey, hey, custom auto. Keep, keep no, thank you, thank you, buddy. I appreciate the advice. And he's like, oh well, if you can't take criticism, I go, dude, you're a, you're a cashier over here. Yeah, telling me about my trade. Give me my fucking protein bar. Yeah, Matt, how many of those stories do we oh, have, though? Dude, there's so many. Jimmy, they're horrible. Now, that, I, like, I got to tell you, as a trainer, I don't even tell these guys half the shit that's That's a to total douchey thing by that guy. Let me ask you, would this bother you? If a guy had a question, like sometimes I've, I've wondered why guys didn't do certain things. Yeah. How about if a guy asked you why you didn't do something because he, he didn't know the answer to it? Can I, can I say, this is what I'm going to, this is how I'll just put it to maybe a way that you could relate. You get off stage and a guy comes to you and goes, you know, listen, that that joke was good, but you let me, I, listen, do you ever think about doing it this way? You, you, Jimmy, add this in I'd your- be grateful if someone yeah. did that. <laughs> 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 oh, but yes, I know what you mean, yes. Yeah, it's Jimmy, almost like right. loses, we kid. You, yeah. No, 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 <laughs> but that's yeah. true, that makes you know sense. You can make no. that joke better yeah. is if you try this approach. You, you know what, like here, here's the difference. It's Look, here, here's what it comes down to. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. So if somebody approached you that you respected, you're definitely going to listen to him. But like he says, when a guy's got no experience, like what gives him the the right? <laughs> I tell mean, you I, didn't want it. It's like I used to have a, this thing in the gym years ago. Like if you haven't cornered a hundred fights or have ten fights, don't offer any opinion to because it tortures the people. It really does. And there's people out there. That it makes them feel better. Like that guy's walking yeah. around with a puffed up chest. I asked Matt Sarah. He didn't want I told him. You know, like he goes back to his friends. I told Sarah. Uh, you didn't want it. Yeah, but that's that. what happens. And right. this guy's now feeling good. He's posturing with his friends that he told Matt Sarah, you didn't want it in the third yeah. round. You didn't want that. You know, yeah. and that's the problem. He's not yeah. doing it. For the right reason. Exactly. Jimmy, it's not you being just asking a question yeah. as a guy just trying to understand it and as a non fighter, as you said. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't said that in a while. I know, I made myself. Yeah, no, dude, you're awesome. Uh but no, seriously, you might just want to know how you how you're thinking with that. I've been curious at different times as to why, but I always figure there's an answer. So mm-hmm. a lot of there's been times I can't think of an example, but there's been times where a guy has done stuff and I'm like, why didn't he do that? Like why no. am I thinking he should do that? But he thought he shouldn't. So obviously he knows what he's doing. So you know why? Why do I not understand that? What is that? What do you got in your hand? My my advice is never good. I like to tell him just to throw karate chops. <laughs> karate <laughs> chops. chops. Hit him in the karate. <laughs> Kick him in the balls. Hey, let me let me ask you. Do you see uh, Uriah Famous? That's exactly right? what I want to talk about. Yeah, Jimmy let's Rivera. Talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Uriah has. That's the first time he's ever lost two in a row. I think. Is it? I believe so. Dude, I love Uriah Faber, man. I like watching him fight. It's it's funny. He's 37. 37 Always loses decisions. 37? Too. He's a tough dude, man. But he, you know, he loses these decisions where he's not it it's not he's not getting outclassed. It looked to me long ago like it was like a tough sparring match like he couldn't get off. Right? Yeah. Was he not pulling the trigger enough? No, or? He, yeah, they both weren't, but Jimmy yeah. was doing enough. He was counting. Yeah. Was, I'm sorry. He was countering good, and uh, yeah. that was a big win for Jimmy Rivera. He's a young kid, and like I do think he was a little bit in awe of Uriah, because he did say it. Like, yeah. I grew up watching this guy, and you know, it's Uriah Faber, yeah. and I think Uriah's got like 10, 11 years on him, so. And when, when that became, so sorry, Matt, he wasn't, uh, Rivera was throwing kicks unchecked. And I'm wondering why that, uh, like, that's something, that's a question I would ask. Now, I, as why don't you check those kicks? Easier said than done. But, uh, that's a, see, that's not a bad question. No. I'm really I, curious. I can't, I can't I'm waiting answer. for the answer. I can't answer. Striking coach to the champions. 
Yeah, I just think. We got the striking coach of two, <laughs> but you know UFC what I mean? champions. That's, see, that's, a, that's a good, that's a really good question. Because he doesn't should, check kicks, it seems like, you yeah. know, I mean, I think all they, they destroyed I think him with they kicks. said that and they knew that from, uh, I guess he's used to going in off of those kicks and he just couldn't get the timing down. And he said, and then after, after a while, yeah. it's like three kicks and it's five kicks and your yeah. leg's killing you. And, not not you to know. mention, he said he got kicked weird. He never got kicked. He got kicked right in the ankle. Yeah. He said it really... He said he, he felt. Is that when he got spun going. around? He got yeah, spun around yeah, at one yeah, point. Yeah, he got. Yeah, something must must have happened. But you know, even checking kicks ain't no picnic, yeah. man. Going shin right. to shin, you know. So, but you, man, but you're right, man. He's still he's the, still explosive. He's yeah. still the thing is, you got to make there. a guy pay when he's kicking you. You got to come yeah. back with something that to deter him from doing it again. And he just let the guy have free shots yeah, on his yeah. legs. And that's basically what won him the fight. I think that was the most. Well, a couple looked bad. I mean, one, yeah. one took his leg right yeah, out. Yeah, boy, that was the most bad. significant stuff I think that was going on. He knocked on, him so. down with one, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Uriah had a hard time being offensive. Like, I don't think he he came in with, oh, I'll tell you, he he did the old Jeet Kune Do freaking woo, 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 finger poke. I mean, I don't know yeah. if you heard, but... Uh, well, what's his name? Jimmy Rivera. Jimmy, Jimmy Rivera. Rivera's uh, eye. He got poked, and uh, they're saying it's pretty bad, man. Like he get, has a crack behind his retina and a scratch on the on white, the white of his you, eye. You got to give it up to him for fighting yeah. through that, man. He Didn't quit. he fight a full round with I think no he eye? About That's three scary, or four man. minutes with a bad eye against a talented guy. So he's 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 a tough dude, Jimmy. He said he I couldn't say he couldn't see anything at the end. He couldn't no. see color. He, he 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 might be in bad shape, man. I hope he's not. He's a really good fighter. Yeah. He's a young kid. How old is he? Twenty six, maybe. Twenty what? Twenty six. I saw guys I get poked out one time when I was younger. I was uh, my buddy Kenneth had had like a, he had had a hundred and eighteen micro stitches or something put on his his cornea, a brand new cornea put on, and we we were like fourteen or fifteen. We were making noise, drinking in his uh, house. So his upstairs neighbor was a Korean woman, and she came down and uh, she was scolding him. I guess I don't I don't even know if there's a language barrier or whatever, but she pointed at him and when she pointed her finger sliced into his eye i was sitting profile wow. are you serious yeah i'll never so forget what happened? it, it was, his eye was like and i saw liquid shoot out of it. i've never it was oh, i saw liquid shoot out of his eye and he lays on his back and he's like how bad is it and he's blinking and his cornea was hanging off like a contact lens it was literally like 75 yeah. percent of it had been ripped off that, what happened to him how many he's blind in that eye but that, again, his injury was worse than Jimmy's. I'm just throwing out wow, a story. He lost his eye. How he, many years ago was that? I'm 48 now, so I want to say this is 33 years yeah, ago. Yeah, because I tell you, today, man, I think they're, they're fixing that. Well, it was a surgically repaired eye that had, was was just re-injured before it was even oh, healed. Wow. See, so think, what happened to that bitch? You know, I don't know if anything, if they had, she had, I think they tried to sue, and I, I don't think her and her husband had the money. Like, I, it was a, it was an accident, but I don't know if they did anything. Yeah. I don't know. I felt you bad for him. Oh, Billy, his name is Billy. Let's do anything else to talk about. Anything? I, I love Jimmy. Jimmy, you got a foot out the door. How do you feel, Jimmy? I'm you tired. Look, let me tell you something. You look like Longo normally looks. Dude, I'm just wiped. <laughs> Except a lot lighter. I wanted to come down today. I wanted, I really wanted to do the the the, the podcast. I hate missing it. But I, I was, I'm, I'm wiped from those first flights. I know, we're going to end it soon. Sure. I just didn't want you to think. Uh, when you were gone, can I just talk to you now while we're, while we're here? Yeah. I... Hey, Ed McMahon, could you calm down over there? Oh, oh Matty, good one. Oh, 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 oh. you are the greatest. Could you not? Could you calm down? Listen, when you were gone, I don't want you to make like I'm like I'm cheating on you or anything. I, I'm not. Oh when, when, I'm, when I'm not here, I feel that you are such a professional, and I listen to the show. And I'm like, the guy doesn't even need me. I get, it. and Chris just chiming in like he wants my pay or something. He's and he's your right hand man. 
Sorry, Chris. I don't know why I'm attacking you, Chris. No, I could never replace you anyway. But no, thank Chris, you. Chris thank does you, a good Chris. job. Stay on that side of the desk, Chris. <laughs> um, so, you know, so I bring a couple of my buddies. Longo was hanging out with me one day. I brought Aljo Sterling and uh, Henzo Gracie. I know. I heard it they're was great. Come, uh, first of all, they're all coming back in. Good. When you're here. But, I mean, I need someone to depend on, and Longo was helping me out a lot. But I don't want to, not, nobody's moving in on your turf. I don't feel that way at all. All right? No, I'm, I'm never. I'm, I'm, he's yeah. looking mighty comfortable. Wait, what are you doing? Him. No, he's welcome there anytime. I, right? I, I have everything. no insecurity. Yeah, I tell you, I'm, I'm a big Jimmy. Don't try Jimmy. to push my friend down. I'm a big Jimmy fan. You, you should a be. huge. When I was yeah. shooting Lucky Louie uh, yes. in, in 2006 or seven, I have a radio gig. So I would be gone for two weeks at a time sometimes shooting episodes, yeah. and the guys they were getting to fill in for me were guys like Bill Burr, Patrice O'Neill, like these oh, were great. F- fucking great Wait, comics. What, what, were you a little insecure? Were you a little? No, but you start to hear fans go like, "Hey, man, these oh, guys talk are great." Shit. Yeah, people talk but, shit. But I'm like, no, I like when funny people. So no, I never feel that way. I'm yeah. always happy when good people good. are in because you want to. Sh- because if the show is great overall, no one's gonna look back at this show in a year and go, "Man, I wish Jim was gone." Like this is gonna go out. This is a great podcast. No. They get great guys in. People just want to listen to it and be entertained. So I'm happy you came in, man. No, no, Anytime. No. It was- Anything. Don't, don't, don't the say guy anything. Jimmy, look at him. Oh, I was say, Jimmy, I, I swear you got a pit bull. You actually have a pit bull. <laughs> it's, listen, look at the size of his head, don't, Jimmy. Don't, seriously. Don't mess with Jimmy. Listen, the thing is this. When you say any time, it's like an open invitation. Sure. Right? Yeah, how about this? Well, yeah, we'll have you back. Tell him. No, seriously. No, listen, we'll, we'll have you back. I like to say, I like to feel we'll have you back, Longo. <laughs> I'm talking over. Oh, right. yeah, Chris, we'll it was nice it knowing you because trust me, I'm not coming back. <laughs> yeah, well, I, want, was, I want to meet Henzo. I've never met Henzo. You never met Henzo. Never you met love Henzo. Henzo. You love that guy. I know. Matt's trying to get me to train. Like, I want to train just because I, I. I gave up on that, though. No, no, but I really do want to, but I can't go out to Long Island. And I have very bad cardio. So I don't think I'd be a very good student. No, but I still yeah, want to. You I said st- you're on the treadmill. Yeah. I, still, I still want to try it, though, just to do it. You never trained at all. Never at all. No. But no, I would no. like to. I was pushing him to do jujitsu. I was. I was like, come on, man. Nah. I'll, I'll give you. You know come what he out, said? You, hit the mitts you know what he said? You'll like it. You, know, you might want him to hit the mitts. You know what he said to yeah. me? I'm afraid I'll come. Oh, yeah, just and I go, I said, what am I saying? And that's what he, uh, yeah. when he said that to I me. I just took back my offer. <laughs> that offer, that. that offer is off the table. <laughs> all right, listen. I, listen, this, I could do this all day. Yeah, this is I fun. really Yo, could. Yo, Jimmy, but- Jimmy, Jimmy, Jab, cr- Jimmy. What's that going on in your pants? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jimmy, hit the mitts. Listen. Oh, speaking of hitting the mitts, I want to give a plug really quick. Lungo, oh, what's the plug. new show that you're doing with hitting the mitts? Talk to me. What is it about? Uh, I mean, it's in the. He's got a new like talk show coming out. Oh, nice. What no, is no, it? Lungo? And Jimmy, you'll be on for sure. Thank you. Oh, there you go. Look at this. I think that'll be perfect for you. It's Jim. called synergy. Jim, we have synergy. <laughs> no, it's just something that it's in the in the works. It's called Training Day with Ray, where we interview we talk and then you have to do actually do like a little bit of a workout so you get to hit the mitts or hit the big with non-fighters no with me whole training yes with non-fighters no but you're taking non-fighters yeah yeah yeah, oh, cool. yeah well it's, i think that's the whole like have you done any that, episodes yet i did one who'd you do who's, who's the uh, guy the motivational speaker there Steve you go Maribel, great, tony robbins great guy tony robbins no more quoted than tony Mark? robbins who steve, what's his name steve miraboli and he's on the show with you all right maybe yeah. where can we find that show you can't find it anywhere. Well, I'm trying to plug. I'm trying to There's help you out. Something to plug. All right. Uh, Laura MMA in Garden City. You're Laura s- MMA in Garden City. You the know guy's what? Attack- I'm Wait, trying to give second. you plugs, Wait, and you're attacking me. You hair, fuck. Hair plugs. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Before we go, I got some. I will plug. Uh, we had congrats to Jenny Nadell. Big oh win. yeah. Oh, he had we one were of at his- the uh, glory fights over the weekend. She finally, you know, 
it was the pinnacle of her career to fight in the biggest kickboxing yeah. show to his glory. So she got a W, which was awesome, well, against a girl that had beat her before. So she's such a sweetheart, and she got the win. And it was good seeing Mauro Ranallo and uh, yeah. He had... Uh, I like Morrow, man. He's a good dude. He had uh, Joe Baltarini with him. I think I'm... Oh, I'm saying the guy, saying it right. But he's a guy that had concussion problems that stopped fighting. And he was oh. a he was a bad How'd he fighter, do? tough. No, he was a great fighter. But oh. he got out. And he's oh, he's a, a commentator kid. now? Yeah, good kid. Good-looking kid. Nice kid from Canada, yeah. Oh, nice. But, you know. All right. Yeah, he's, he's some good kickboxers. And this Jenny Jenny Nadell is, is a... She's a t- tough, tough girl, and, and uh, it's really special that she won the other night because yeah. she lost her father in September 11th. Oh. Yeah, so it was a yeah, dual meeting. Yeah, he was so in the building. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, so that's even extra special. So, so, did he work there? Did, did, did he work Congrats there? to Jenny. Did he work in the building, or was it was a He was working in the building, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was oh. working there, sure. Yeah, so that, that was brutal. So congrats to Jenny, yeah. and congrats to our coach, Ray Longo, <laughs> from Laura MMA. <laughs> And that's pretty much it, Jimmy. I'm going to let you... Jimmy, I want you to get your rest because I worry about I got a plug, too. Oh, oh shit, so, man. It's okay. I'm going to be in Minneapolis Thursday, yeah. Pittsburgh Friday. The following week, I'm in Toronto, and then I'm in Nyack, and then I take my special in October 7th in uh, Washington, D.C. So come out if you want to see those shows. Wow. You're not taking off any, any shows, though. You no, I won't be, miss any shows. Be I will not miss oh, any shows. I will be here. I'm shooting... I play a priest on power, and I'm shooting... Uh, one day, so I may have uh, I may have to we have to make this switch in two weeks. Wow, we'll do it on a different day. Yeah, yeah. that's no problem. I'm really? easy. I'm, I'm ready, ready to go. go. I'm easy. Whatever, whatever is ready. Yeah, Longo's Check schedule. Longo's <laughs> asking the dates on that. I'm not, All even, right, I'm not even leaving tonight. I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> Let me tell you, for See myself, it. I got nothing, man. Besides Dana White looking for a fight, you know I'm proud of that. And the people here, I mean, if they're listening to us. We shouldn't really. Be, does it make sense to tell them to go to uh, iTunes and sure. leave? A, tell me, Chris, what should we be saying to these people? Yeah, hundred percent. You guys go on. Obviously, you're probably listening to it on iTunes, yes. but subscribe on there, leave a comment, leave a rating, and comment the show and a out. rating. Yeah, a yeah. comment and a rating on iTunes. How difficult is that? And subscribe. <laughs> By the way, the Jim Norton song from Matt's Movie Minute was oh, the hands down winner. It was the winner. It was on Twitter. And we didn't, listen, I'm not going to do it to him now. We're not going to talk about movies because Jimmy will literally fucking kill himself. But we're going to do that next time. Absolutely. I'm going to see you in a couple days. I can't sure. wait. Can I give a, a high five or a bound? Uh, what you now it's awkward. What, what did you want? <laughs> all right. I give really lame. Oh, uh, well, I'm sorry. Do you want to do an all in Longo? <laughs> Look at him. I want to do it. I want a high five. Listen, SarahBJJ.com. Whether you're in Long Island, Myrtle Beach, even I got a, I got a connection in Puerto Rico. I do. Yeah. Sarah BJJ Puerto Rico. Oh, my nice. boy Edgar over there. What a good guy. We'll talk about that next podcast. Right, We're out of here now. Goodbye. Thank you, Ray. Take Thank it, you, uh, Longo. Thank you, man. It was great seeing you, Jimmy. You too, man. Bye, everybody. This has been a digital media production. Find your voice. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. (laughs) 
Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.